Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Riley and Kimmy. 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 Kimmy! I got one name! Kimmy! It's Kimmy! It is, and I'm Patrick Riley, and you have found the Riley and Kimmy Show. This is the place for positive talk and memories every single day. Every day, and that includes weekends and holidays. Yes, tell your friends you have a place to get away to whenever you want to get away from that scary current affairs filled world. Escape with us. That's right. Memories. That's what we're about. Heavy nostalgia and definitely good times. And we have friendly conversation about things of yesteryear and today. There is no political discussions here and definitely no scary current affairs. Oh, no. Tell your friends you found the uplifting place and we have shareable links available on our website. What is our web address? RileyandKimmy.com It's the Riley and Kimmy Show. They have a really good show. They're in the know. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show. Shall we play a game? Want to play a game? Oh, love to. Let the game begin. It's pop culture trivia time. The very first category is television. It was on this date that a TV series comes to a conclusion. We're looking for the year exactly. No margin of error that the last, the final, the very end was aired. But first identify the mystery show and then tell us the year. Look, I know how tough it is for you to say goodbye, so I'll say it. Maybe you're right. Maybe we will see each other. What was the series? MASH. That is correct. The final episode aired, now it was actually a two and a half hour episode, and according to the New York Times, an article from, well, that time period, it stated the final episode had 125 million viewers. Mm. With no margin of error, what year did that air? 1983. That is exactly right. Now... I know you probably weren't watching that from the crib. No. So you didn't see that final episode? No. Have you ever seen it? They actually air it, but they break it up usually in like, I think I believe like MeTV, which runs the show every almost every day, uh, they will show it like in part one and part two. No. Never seen it? Mm-mm. Now, there was a spinoff from that. What was it? Um... Aftermatch? Yes. Aftermatch.
started September of 1983. How many episodes were made? Whoa. Um. Oh. 500. Of After Mash. Oh, of After Mash. <laughs> Because we played After the, Mash. Kimmy, we 26. Played, we played the 26. theme. I know. Uh, that was the theme, which is sort it has a little bit of mash into it, and then they, they go in their own thing. Yeah. You're saying 26 episodes. Uh, yeah. You're generous. There was 31. One remained unaired in America. Mm. Have you ever seen an episode of that? No. Uh, I don't think many people did either. I've, I'll be honest, I've never met anybody that said, I, I remember that After Mass show. I, I watched that one. I don't, I, I've never met anybody that, you know, I've had friends who, and still do have friends that are big fans of Mash. Do you realize they tried to actually spin off another show besides that one? They, I probably, I'm not even going to attempt the title, but it was something Radar. Mm. It was about Radar's life because he was not part of After Mash. They didn't have him in that, that, okay. sh- that show. And they were going to focus on him going home. I think it was to Iowa. And he becomes a cop. He sells the family farm and becomes a city cop. Uh-huh. Sort, of like a, sort of like a McLeod kind of thing in a way. You know, the country boy goes to the big city. Okay. Pilot was made. It was not picked up. Mm. It did air one time. I have never seen it. Looking for the year. This recording artist won eight Grammy Awards. Seven of them were connected to this album. The girl is mine. What is the album? Thriller. Who won the Grammys? Michael Jackson. What year? 1984. Exactly right. And his eighth Grammy, because he won eight, seven for Thriller. The eighth was for his narration of E.T., the extraterrestrial, the the audio. Mm. Did you ever listen to that? No. The Riley and Kimmy show is everything that you want it to be. Who says? I do. Billy West, your friendly neighborhood voice guy. Keep listening. Do us both a favor and tune in. And there's a final word. Goodbye. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Happy birthday! (gasps) Happy birthday! birthday to you if it's your birthday happy birthday mystery birthday person starred in two television shows two series but made quite a few appearances on other shows episodic television did some film work too probably best remembered for this what is this exciting and the love boat. Love boat. The love boat. Okay, okay. Kimmy about blew off my headphones there. Wow, it's like a Memorex uh, 
television commercial way back when. Remember the guy sitting in the recliner and they turn on the Memorex yeah. tape and then he's and he gets you know blown back and yeah. It was, it was, it was kind of is it Kimmy or is, is it, it Memorex? Yeah. Well, can't wait to hear another tune. Maybe maybe another one's going to come out here on the Riley and Kimmy show before this episode comes to an end. Was I right? Uh, yes, <laughs> the love boat, Kimmy. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Now, can you tell us the mystery person? Good, good. Uh, yeah, we'll begin with two bottles of Verdicchio, please. <laughs> well, I hope that you're all taking advantage of our wonderful facilities. There's something for everybody on board. Ladies and gentlemen, may I make a suggestion? Let's pretend this is the First World War, and it's Christmas. Poor guy's been at sea too long. <laughs> now, you two are the Huns, you are the Doughboys, and for this holiday, you lay down your arms just like they did. Now, if you have a very good ear, you heard Robert Reed there. He was special guest on an episode. Ooh. Yes, Robert Reed was sitting at the table. I don't know if he was a Doughboy or a Hun. Can you tell us who was born on this date? Gavin McLeod. That is correct. What TV series did he star in before Love Boat? The Mary Tyler Moore Show. What was the name of the character he played on the Mary Tyler Moore Show? Murray. Murray Slater. What was the name of the character he played on the Love Boat? Uh, Captain? Captain Steubing? You got it. I thought you were going to say Captain Stubby. <laughs> I was ready for, I was ready for Captain Stubby. Uh, Skipper Stubby. <laughs> no, Captain Stubing, you got that right. Okay. Now, if you want to see him in something totally different. Now, he is he is different from Mary Tyler Moore's character that he plays. There is a difference. Not, you know, he just didn't read lines. I mean, there is a distinct difference. You can see him in episode of uh, The Andy Griffith Show, uh, where he's kind of a you know, bad guy. But really creepy bad guy appearance was in... Hawaii Five-0, two different episodes, same character, just two different things. They had this character against Steve McGarrett. He played the character Big Chicken, and he is creepy. Mm. I mean, he's not even really identifiable. It's like the voice kind of maybe a little bit. You're like, oh, yeah, that's, but physically he's even different. Mm. And he's a supporting character in Compulsion where he plays uh, an assistant to E.G. Marshall's character. You remember the movie with uh, Dean Stockwell? Yes. Uh -huh. And, and uh, he's one of the, the detectives uh, or works with the, the the attorney's office, you know, that, uh, well, arrests Dean Stockwell's character. Mm. Gavin McLeod, born in the state, 1931. Actor in front of the camera directed some television episodes. He was born on this date. Famous for this. Got kind of and what is that? WKRP in Cincinnati. I'm at WKRP in Cincinnati. Tell us the name of the character that made him famous and his name. Where were you? We had a date lister. <laughs> We were going to the auction to suck up some brownie points with a big guy by buying something together. 50-50? I waited and waited for you until there was nothing left but this painting. I had to buy it. 
What was the name of the character? Herb Tarlick. Yes, the best man dressed on television. Oh, he was. <laughs> Major influence in my life. I can tell. Well, thank you. I, I, I wear that with a badge of honor, Kimmy. Who was born on this date? Frank? Yes. Something? Frank something. Um, I can't do Five it. Five seconds. Can't do it. Frank Bonner. He is 81 today. Singer, musician. Yeah, it's been a long, long time since you saved you. Looking better than a body has a right to. Don't you know playing with the fire? But we can't stop this burning desire. hits who is it donny iris that's right singer actress whose voice look at his a song from 1980 whose birthday bernadette peters yeah how old is bernadette plus or minus of two 82? A little bit off. She is 76. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. I see dead people. Notable deaths. Famous people that passed away on this date. Comedian, actor, died at the age of 77. We will accept the name of the character that made him famous because he adopted the character's first name as his middle name. Who passed away on this date? Oh, it's you, Miss Livingston. Who was that? Um, I know that. Okay. I do. Here's another clue. Oh, oh, oh I'm trying to get a guess from my boss. Your boss, hey, what well, would you like? Well, I don't know. Maybe we've got a suggestion. Well, uh, what kind of man is your boss? Is he the athletic type? No. Is he the, uh, the intellectual type? Well, no. The executive type? No. Well, uh, perhaps the outdoor type? No. Well, uh, well, perhaps he's the playboy type? No, no. I'm afraid there isn't very much left. That's him! Do you know the voice now? Rochester. That's right. Eddie Rochester Anderson passed away on this date, 1977, at the age of 71. <laughs> Film star. One of Hollywood's leading sex symbols of the 1940s and 1950s. Who passed away 2011? Full-figured then and full-figured now. And today we... Who was that jane russell hi it's jane russell she passed away 2011 at the age of 89 kimmy you did a fantastic job today thank you and thank you for listening to the riley and kimmy show
We'll be back here tomorrow if you need to escape or if your friends need to escape from some things, uh, you know, that current affairs stuff, that political stuff. We're here for you around the clock. Matter of fact, this show continues around the clock on social media, doesn't it? That's right. And if you'd like to follow us on social media, which, hey, we, we like, we have all those links available on our website. What is our web address? RileyandKimmy.com. Now it's time for us to shine the spotlight on somebody we just talked about. Shining the spotlight on Eddie Rochester Anderson. Now, he was part of the Jack Benny Show, radio and television, for many, many years. They attempted to actually spin off a situation comedy for him. Oh. We have that attempt. It's called The Private Life of Rochester. It is a comedy. You get to hear Rochester all on his own. There, There's no Jack Benny. Mm. This is what's going on in his world. What's happening in his life. It is fantastic. I have no idea why it it didn't succeed. Hmm. I, I, from what I've, you know, I've been trying to find for years why this show did not get, you know, a run. And it, was, it wasn't because of Jack Benny saying, hey, don't let him have a show. And there was nothing like that. I, I, I have no idea why. It is great. If you know somebody who loves Jack Benny and loves Rochester, tell them about this episode. We have this and many other Golden Age of Radio tributes available at RileyandKimmy.com. gentlemen, the Columbia Broadcasting System invites you to sit back, relax, and listen to Eddie Anderson in the private life of Rochester Van Jones. Uh, Rochester, you look sad. What's the trouble? I've got a problem. It looks like I'm going to lose my girl, Susie. She's been having dates with another fella. He's making pretty good time with her, huh? Time and a half. And double time on Saturdays, Sundays, and holidays. Mm-mm. Yes, it's the private life of Rochester Van Jones. The amusing adventures of the happy-go-lucky fellow who works for that famous man in Beverly Hills and brought to you by the Columbia Broadcasting System. This afternoon, we find Rochester just going up the steps of his girl's house. Kiss me once and kiss me twice and kiss me once again. It's been a long, long... Oh, Franklin, darling, I was just waiting for you. Franklin? Look again, honey. Oh, it's you. Can I... can I come in? Uh-huh. Cheer up, honey. The captain of your love boat is here to set sail on a voyage of love and adventure. Oh, Rochester, why did you open that closet door? I'm looking for a stowaway. Well, we might as well lay our cards on the table It seems like I'm losing ground to this Franklin fella Well, Franklin takes me places and shows me a good time Yesterday he took me on a picnic And today he's taking me driving Well, you've had some pretty good times with me too, Susie Last week I took you to a movie, didn't I? Rochester, taking me down to the corner radio store And letting me look through the window at a television Isn't exactly taking me to a movie well, what about that bag of popcorn? I bought that. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, I can't afford too many luxuries. A movie isn't a luxury. If you'd work out a budget, you'd be able to afford a movie once in a while. Honey, I can't even afford a budget. 
Besides, you used to like to stay home and sit on the couch with me. What's happened, Susie? Well, I'm tired of a man who keeps one arm around me and the other under cushions looking for loose chains. <laughs> Why aren't you like Franklin? Oh, look, Franklin bought me this five-pound box of chocolates. Wait a minute. I just noticed that picture on the mantelpiece. So Yes, that's, that's Franklin Monroe. Isn't he handsome? And that picture was taken five years ago. He was in uniform then, huh? Uh-huh. Mm, one, two, three... Four ribbons on his chest. Mm-hmm. And five stripes on his sleeve. Uh-huh. Where was he stationed? In the balcony of the Orpheum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a flashlight in his holster. Well, <laughs> well, I guess it ain't up to me to say anything about him, but he sure has shifty eyes. Shifty eyes? And look at the way his ears droop. I read someplace that that's the mark of a criminal. Rochester. Honey, I'm sorry I said anything. It just slipped out. I hate a man who's always running other people down, even when they deserve it. I think Franklin's a great guy, and I know you'll be loyal to him whether he goes to jail or not. Rochester, I want you to stop talking that way. Oh, that must be Franklin. Hooray. Oh, hello, Franklin. Uh, Come in. Hello, baby. Rochester. Rochester? This can't be the same Rochester you told me about the first time I took you up to Mulholland Drive and tried to kiss you. You said he was six feet tall and weighed 200 pounds. Uh, Well, I didn't know you very well then. (laughs) Well, glad to meet you, old man. Hello. Hello. Oh, Franklin, you've got on a new suit. Yeah. How you like it? Oh, you look so handsome in it. Yeah, this is just a plain gabardine, but I'm going to get another suit with stripes. That's just what I was telling Sue. <laughs> what? Oh, nothing, nothing. You ought to try my tailor, Rochester. He can run up a beautiful suit for a hundred and a quarter. Of course, if you want something like this, why, it's a little more. No, I like the material in the suit I'm wearing. It wears like iron. Yeah, I notice it's rusted through at the elbows. <laughs> Susie, honey, you're looking more beautiful than ever. Oh, Franklin. You sure are the most glamorous creature in the world. <laughs> well, it's nice of you to say that, but I know you're just flattering me. Oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> yes, you are. I'm not that pretty. Am I, Rochester? Of course not. Rochester! <laughs> I'm just trying to be agreeable. Well, Susie... You ready to go? Yeah, as soon as I get my coat on. Uh, what car do you have today? Now, my boss, let me take the Cadillac. The two big cars are being lubricated. <laughs> he sure is nice to you, Franklin. And you get a big salary, too. You drive his Cadillac and get a salary, too? Well, of course. How long has this been going on? <laughs> he appreciates having a man of intelligence around him. And I appreciate working for the most important and one of the most generous men in Beverly Hills. Uh, what about your boss? He's important. He's important. <laughs> well, uh... Say, uh, tell me, did he let you have his car today? Oh, he would have, but I was in a hurry, so I walked. <laughs> but he's a wonderful guy. Yeah? Is he generous? He's got a great sense of humor, too. <laughs> and very democratic. Whenever the car breaks down, he always gets out and helps me push. No, uh, any boss would do that once in a while. We do it all the time. I'm ready, Franklin. Uh, my arm, Susie. Come in, Rochester. Okay. 
Uh, can I drop you anywhere, Rochester? No, thanks. Uh, get right in, honey. Well, goodbye, Rochester. Nice seeing you, old man. Goodbye, Rochester. Goodbye. <laughs> Chester? Hello, Delgrass. I'm going to have to ask you to move a little. I'm going to turn on the sprinklers. Turn them on. Turn them on. What if I do get wet and catch pneumonia and die? Who cares? Well, Rochester, you look like a man who won a television set and then found out he was allergic to horses. <laughs> Worse than that. Susie's brushing me off for another guy. What's the matter with that girl? How could she turn down a man like you for somebody else? That's a question I've been avoiding all afternoon. Now, I can see why a girl turns me down. I'm just a gardener, and I'm the biggest nobody around here. But, man, you got everything. I have? Yeah, and for one thing, you're a real sharp dresser, and you're no clothes. Why, when you put a suit on, it looks like you're the first one that ever wore it. Thanks. Why, you shouldn't have to worry about competition. You got brains, and you're smart as a whip. That's right. You're handsome, a good conversationalist, and you you got a nice build on you, and you, you know lots of important people, and you're right in the middle of the social world. Yeah. Now, what's your problem with Susie? I'm too good for her. <laughs> what? I, I, I mean, I wish I were all those things, but I'm not. I've come to the reluctant conclusion that happiness is just a thing called money. If I could pick up a little extra change, I'd be setting pretty. Well, don't you make enough now? It wouldn't be ethical for me to tell you what the boss pays me. But if I quit, my unemployment compensation would be a luxury. <laughs> well, if you're looking for a part-time job, my cousin was telling me that there's always an opening for a collector to friendly finance company. Collector for the finance company, huh? Mm-hmm. Sounds good. I think I'll go over and see if they can use me. I sure wish you luck, Rochester. But do you know anything about finance companies? Do I? When I was a kid, my mother bought a piano that was financed, and whenever we missed a payment, they took it back. Did you miss many payments? I did more practicing in the moving van than at home. Family Finance Company. One moment, please. It's for you, Mr. Finch. It's Mr. Emerson. Thank you, Miss Kendall. Hello? Emerson? I sent you out to make a $3 collection, and I don't hear from you for four days. Where have you been? General Hospital. He threw you down three flights of stairs. Broke your jaw, smashed your nose, and cracked your ribs. Oh, that's horrible. You tell me, boy, did you get the $3? <laughs> well, just relax and get well. Remember, the friendly finance company stands behind its employees. And don't worry about Dr. Bills. We'll give you a loan. What happened to Emerson, Mr. Finn? Now, one of our accounts beat him up and he's in the hospital just when I need him the most. That's gratitude for you. That's terrible. Yeah, everything happens to me. Uh, Mr. Finn, there's a man in the outer office who'd like to get on as a temporary collector. A temporary collector? Mm -hmm. Miss Kendall, in this firm, that's the only kind of collector we have. <laughs> Show him in. Yes, Mr. Finch. And Mr. Finch, we'll see you now, Mr. Van Jones. Thank you. Yeah, come right in, come right in. Yeah, sit down and make yourself comfortable, Mr. Van Jones. Thank you. Nice little office you have here. Yes, we like it. 
Hey, Miss Kendall tells me you'd like to pick up a little extra cash working for us in your spare time. Yes, sir. Well, it just happens we need a part-time collector. Good. I need to make a little extra cash to keep in good standing with my girl. <laughs> I understand. Now, I'll explain a few things while you fill out the application card. Uh, your full name, address, and so on. Yes, sir. As you probably know, we loan money on cars and household items. And when the payments aren't met, the collector either gets the money or the item we loaned it on. Now, you get a commission on each account you collect. Say, I've filled out everything else, but what's this for? Where? Right here, where it says, next again. Uh, just a technicality. <laughs> put down your closest living relative. And also put your signature on this. What is it? A life insurance policy I take out on all our collectors. Every once in a while, I strike it rich. <laughs> a sign right here. Rochester Van Jones. Uh, now, here's another one. Uh, let's see. I, the undersigned, do hereby release the friendly finance company from any responsibility of any kind. Uh, there's no need to read that. I trust you. <laughs> Even the small print has small print. <laughs> well, I might as well sign it. Here you are. Thank you. You're now officially a collector for the Friendly Finance Company. Let me congratulate you on winning this position and allow me to offer you every good wish for your future success. Thank you. Now, if there are any collections you want me to make... Hey, collector, I'll see him right away. Now, wait you can't go in there. Who's the collector of this finance company? You're looking at him right now. What can I do for you? Just hold that pose. That'll teach you to take my mother's lawnmower away. Yeah, are you all right? Shall I get you some water? Where am I? You're at the Friendly Finance Company, located at Fifth and Vine in the heart of the Low Red District. I'm lying on the floor and he's advertising. <laughs> here, here, I'll help you up. Hey, Miss Kendall, give me a hand. Yes, of course. Oh, I can't feel my nose. Move your hand to the left a little. You poor thing. That man had absolutely no right to hit you. We've got the law on our side, you know. We have? He won't get away with it either. We'll sue him for every cent he's got. Good. And you can collect it. Oh, no. Well, it's a little later, and Rochester is telling his gardener friend, Devilgrass Simpson, about the Friendly Finance Company. Say, Rochester, how you making out with your job at the Friendly Finance Company? Well, I'll tell you one thing, it's interesting work. They told me the first thing I have to do when making a collection is put my foot in the door. Well, that's good advice. Yeah, it didn't work out so good for me. The man I was trying to collect from was sitting in the car, and before I could get my foot back out, he dragged me for three blocks. <laughs> Private Life of Rochester Van Jones is written by John L. Green. This production is supervised by Sam Perrin. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Thank you for listening to our Golden Age of Radio Tribute. Please visit RileyandKimmy.com for more Golden Age of Radio tributes. Links to our daily positive podcasts, videos, celebrity interviews, and more. 
RileyandKimmy.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.